When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your mother, it's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just the trio of feathery brethren, weathering any season to see the Eagles eating teams like Scrammy's top with cheese. It's Philadelphia, Bo Sheel and Zach kicking it cooler than three penguins till Zach runs off with his valet keys. He's a real nuanced goose. Pull up a branch, get loose. It's time for some juice on some Birds with Friends. The early bird gets the worm, but prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends. Bo Sheel and Zach coming at you with steps and things flapping their wings on. How do you have time to consume all this content? You're listening to Dave Spadaro interviews. I, I take a morning bike ride and I listen oh, to Oh, I want to hear more about that, but go ahead. No, the Schuylkill Trail. I, I really? Yes. Wow. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Birds with Friends on a Thursday afternoon, a supersized double episode edition. Of Birds with Friends, Bo Wolf, Sheila Kapadia, Zach Berman, Marissa Morris here to review the Cowboys game, preview the Chiefs game. We'll get the bird on the street from the Stone Cold Newsman. We'll get the Squall 22, Crow Thine Enemy, Super Sorecasting. So if you're live in the chat on YouTube, drop in your Super Sorecasting suggestions. We'll close with our Crystal Ball Deagle predictions. Sheila, how you doing? It seems like I, I saw this on Twitter. You've made the rounds on some national TV shows, that's national radio shows. Well, first of all, I, I don't know what supersize means. I don't plan on being here any longer than I usually am on a Thursday afternoon. So let's get that out of the way. We'll That's squeeze everything usually in about an hour and a half anyway. to a shorter amount of time. Yeah. So everybody, what you need to do, you didn't get ZB and the Wolf on Birds with Friends uh, this week because we didn't do the Tuesday night episode. We somehow, I don't know how convinced uh can we uh, you know i don't I know this if is you this is your juice with i them, i don't i don't you know I, I wanna yeah. i wanna like uh pit us against the corporate overloads i was uh, overlords i was gonna say suits but i don't know that anyone at the athletic uh wears a suit so uh we'll just say speak for yourself all, yeah oh yeah you look yeah that's a nice nice crisp collar i don't know if it's dry oh, clean or what there but go to the athletics youtube page okay good you know you we're listen the beginning of the sh- our show is going to be terrible stop what you're you, doing you, just mute this. Uh, go to the athletics YouTube page. You we'll will at least see let it. you finish your sentence first, at least. And then you will. Yeah. Once I'm done, you will <laughs> see a 12 to 13 minute video of ZB and the wolf uh, with myself video edition exclusive to YouTube. So what we need to happen is for that bad boy to blow up a little bit, you know, let's, let's give it some likes. Let's email it to our friends. Say, listen, I know you don't subscribe to the athletic. You can watch this for free. Look at it. Look how amazing it is. Give it that thumbs up, leave some comments, thumbs up, whatever. And let's get that bad boy to blow up. Now this might lead to Zach eventually questioning life decisions, maybe uh, searching for a new place of employment. But uh, until he does that, you know, there's a chance that that could be in your, uh, you know, on your YouTube feed once a week. And so we just need to increase the audience. So go ahead and uh, give that some love. Uh, again, you can just go to the Athletics YouTube page. It should be the first video there. And let's get that bad boy going a little bit. Zach, you look like you had something to say. No, I 
enjoy doing that. I'm still getting used to when to play a part and when to play myself, right? So I, I was in this like weird in-between stage on the video thing because I wasn't sure if the audience it was going toward knew it was a parody. And so like I was just doing this half parody, half normal voice, and uh, I'll, I'll do better <laughs> next time. you were time. greatest. No, I thought you were greatest usual. I feel like that's hard for me. You know, I kind of want to get into character mode. Well, you're, in a tough, said, you're in a tough spot. But I'm also giving my – those were, are my actual takes. So you do get my takes from all these topics around the league. Eh, just juice them up a little bit. Okay. Uh, so um, we've got plenty plenty to get to. Uh, people shouting out Zach's fresh new haircut. Zach, Remind the uh, the Zach newer looks great. Looks I mean, great. look at this guy. Uh, Unbelievable. The newer the newer yeah, listeners. Okay. It's okay. Maybe That's the people okay. who have joined us uh, because of ZB and the Wolf might not know that you're you're the kind of man who gets his haircut. What is it? Every ten days? No, no. Every three weeks, three or four <laughs> weeks. Yeah, okay. depending. Okay. Yeah, you know, so the, the summer more frequently than the winter. Right, the winter you let it grow out a little longer. Okay, fair enough. Uh, one other thing before we before we get rolling. Uh, a, a couple of weeks ago, Shield mentioned that uh, he had uh, he had brought a, a Lenny Dykstra sign to a Phillies game, and later that day, find this. Later that day, Defop Fransky in L.A. went on YouTube and believes that he has found. Oh, uh, wow. that's no, awesome! I, I wish that was it. Was that not you? I thought it that's was too it. old. No, that's not. I remember it uh, vividly. It's a uh, white. Not, not that that guy would be me, but you know. I mean, what are the odds though? That he, what were the, What are the odds that he was able to find the exact same? You know, writer? that one is. You know, I appreciate. Uh, you know, uh, Difa Franski in L.A. looking for that. Uh, ours was a white poster board. I remember, and it was like block letters. Again, my sister did it. And I think they were colored it in like Phillies colors, so like blue and red. Mm. Um, and I mean, what is that? MVP nails four. No, nails. No, four nails for MVP. I mean, if you're, I don't, I don't know what this gentleman's uh, doing there. Didn't put enough thought into that, but it's still pretty cool. It was still, yeah. I, I, mean, well, I think because because he was number four, right? It's MVP. Yeah, no, no, that's what four. I did too. But it, the, the the arrangement. But does of this the words, make you feel retroactively nails, like your your sign was less original than perhaps? No, because this is September 26, ninety three. Uh, so I would assume that that would be, you know, he's at the NLC, he's in the play, at a playoff game. Mine was a regular season game. So he probably saw, mm. you know, the strapping 10 uh, year old with this great sign on TV and said, uh, Hey, uh, Johnny, let's uh, get one of those going. You got any poster board? We'll bring that to the playoff game. So he's copying off me. All right. Fair enough. All right. Let's get to, uh, let's get to the news with the stone cold newsman, plenty going on injury wise and otherwise. So, we send it over to Zach Berman, our man on the street for the bird on the street. Since we last spoke, Isaac Saymalu has been placed on injured reserve with a Liz Frank injury. He is out for the season. Kayvon Wallace has a separated shoulder. He is also on injured reserve. Uh, so what's what's Bo about to do? Just you know, I've got you know I've got the same the, the same, same joke seventeen thousand times. <laughs> so uh so those are the two major injuries. The dreaded mistress. And then we have also uh Roddy McLeod back at practice was a full participant yesterday. We'll 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 get the practice report during this podcast. We will update you as this goes on. 
but it's it certainly looks like he will be in line to make his debut. Uh, there's there's no set decision on how the Eagles will replace Isaac Sayamalu. That 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 remains in the air. Um, but it is important to note Jack Driscoll, who is eligible to return from injured reserve. Mm. The Eagles started his 21 day clock uh, this week. So him and Josiah Scott, by the way, Josiah Scott is also eligible to return from injured reserve. Uh, so pay attention to that because we know the organization thinks highly of Jack Driscoll. They also promoted Sua Opeta from the practice squad permanently to, well, I shouldn't say permanently. Uh, he's officially on the 53 man roster. It's not a matter of elevation like he was last week. Uh, so, th- so those are some developments to watch. Uh, the injured report yesterday, we, we shouldn't get too caught up in it. Because There's one thing that popped out to me. Land, uh, was it Lane Johnson or was it Landon Dickerson? No, Landon Dickerson. Land- so Landon Dickerson, uh, hip injury. He met with the media today. Uh, he said, it's football. So you're not supposed to feel good, right? So hey, well, there was well, that's all he knows, right. apparently. I mean, he's apparently he's never felt good. Like six <laughs> yeah, years other guys are like, yeah. what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. So he wouldn't say whether he is he is he's he's going to play or not. My guess is he's is he's going to play. Uh the fact that he was he, he was up there speaking to reporters, I, I I think is uh is a sign like they're they're not keeping him under wraps. But I'm curious um if he is out there, if he plays right side or left side, that's something we can discuss. Uh, but because the, the the key thing here is that the left guard replacement, barring injury, is in that spot for the rest of the year. Whereas the right guard replacement, hmm. Brandon Brooks will eventually return. So unless you're going to – so if you want like Dickerson to settle into a spot, then left guard would be the spot where he could, in theory, settle into. So anyways, these are things to uh, monitor. Some other quick news. Uh, I, I, I know the city – apparently was up in arms about the lack of running plays. That was the major talking point. I was going to say on talk radio, but it's something that uh, on social media, fan interactions that they, that you have either. I mean, they should have run the ball more. We can get to that. They should have run the ball more. And Nick Sirianni uh, said so. Um, So that's something that, that, that came up. There's a lot of Jalen Hurts discussion, a lot of RPO discussion. Uh, And then, all the other things we can sprinkle in to this week's Cowboys preview, but that's you are right though. For the week. You are right though that the Lane Johnson thing on the injury report was interesting because he's had these ankle issues going mm-hmm. back a couple of years now, and for him to pop up with an ankle issue is is a little bit troubling. And he didn't have he did right. not play a great game against Randy Gregory. So no, he he had what three hold or he has three holding penalties this year too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, so let's let's unpack the guard situation because I mean you know what is what is more my bread and butter than like where these guys have been practicing over the course of the summer. Yeah, if, again, now just a reminder: this would be a good time to go to the Athletics YouTube yes. channel while we have this discussion and uh, go ahead. Watch I'm going to talk for about 12 minutes uninterrupted yeah. about the backup guards. Okay. So this is <laughs> now's a good time if you need to get a to go drink, go to the, the bathroom, video. anything. Yeah, yeah. Okay, go ahead. So Driscoll is interesting. Um, because he only played, as far as I remember, uh, really uh, right guard in the summer. He's he's mostly only played right tackle, right guard on that right side. So if he if if he is going to come into the lineup over Nate Herbig, it will be my guess would be Driscoll at right guard and Dickerson at left guard. And you're right, Zach, that you're thinking left guard is a long term replacement, not uh, not as a shorter term replacement like Brooks is. So if it's going to be Dickerson Driscoll, my guess would be Dickerson at left guard, Driscoll at right guard. Uh, Herbig is obviously in the mix as well. 
I wonder if Sue Opeta is in the mix. He's really only a left guard uh, as opposed to a right guard based on how he's played over the course of the summer. So uh, some interesting guys in the mix. I guess I guess it's either going to be Driscoll or Herbig is is the answer. And as long as Dickerson can play, he'll he'll be one of the two guys. And it certainly looks like Andre Dillard will be starting at left tackle again. Jordan Mailata continues to nurse this knee injury. So that means three new starters on the offensive line. Right. So after like, after uh, like if, if only they can stay healthy up front, we're going to yep. be at like the third starting lineup in four games for the Seagulls team again. So mm-hmm. not, not, uh, not great. Um, all right. I, I, you know, do we want to talk about, uh, do we want to talk about Shady? No, not right now. Hey, listen, that, at the end, if you want to talk about Shady, we, I don't even need to have a conversation well, so about Shady right so now. We should just give the news, I mean, by unbelievable. the way. Unbelievable. What a terrible for, start to this podcast. For uh, for people who are tuning in at work who have not been on social media today, LaShawn McCoy will officially retire as a Philadelphia Eagle tomorrow. All-time leading rusher in Eagles history, of course. Uh, and he is going to have a press conference. And as someone who has been entertained, uh, often in LaShawn McCoy press conferences. I'm actually looking forward to 11 o'clock tomorrow to hear what he has to say. Did we just not mention any of the off-field stuff with LaShawn McCoy? I mean, I was well, going through was the tributes like, online. and Well, no, uh, but, you know. real quick. Okay. It, on The Athletic. Zach doesn't the, want to throw anybody over the bu- off the bus. But. <laughs> no, on, on, on The Athletic, uh, there is a news update. Uh, you know, we do these, these news updates okay. where you give the news and then you answer questions. And one of the questions is how is he or, or what's his legacy in Philly or how is he remembered something along those lines. And in that answer, it absolutely makes mention of the fact that, okay. Okay. you know, Good job. there, there have been off that. the field issues. Yeah. So okay. now it's, no, I don't you, think it's like it his prevailing legacy. It, but. <laughs> I, I, I don't you know, think it's his prevailing updates, legacy. I feel like I'm, you know, generally getting the gist of those from social media. <laughs> sure. Uh, but yeah. As you guys I, speak, I, I think it's like, out. let's, let's not let's not throw the guy a parade necessarily um and you said something on twitter zach about you don't think like anyone's ever going to wear 25 again how many no i don't think anyone's ever going to wear 25 again no Why? yeah i thought they that was nuts if they haven't given it out yet i mean what's well, like, I mean, what like, about what 87 <laughs> i don't tommy, think somebody made the point like tommy mcdonald was 25 too like they let they let they let someone else wear it after he wore it yeah but like that was Okay. That was in the, the Hall of Famer. Yeah, I do think I, I do think like I'm glad that you're we're bringing up his off the field stuff. But as as a player, like for a running back, he is like aesthetically the exact kind of running back that I love. And I, you think about like those those 2000 early 2010 teams. You have like Vic, Deshaun, and Shady are like the three best types of players at those positions to watch like what a fun what a fun group that was that's all i would also just point out too and and uh this this feels getting antsy this didn't really come up crazy but given what we've heard this week you know with with, thank you for the commenter who pointed out shield hasn't had a chance to freaking comment on the (laughs) cowboys game yet and these two guys are t- taking Sorry. the first okay. 15 minutes to talk about Sue Opeta and LaShawn McCoy announcing his retirement. LaShawn McCoy has been relevant for three years. I mean, <laughs> unbelievable. Go ahead. Sorry. I don't want to interrupt no you. Go uh, ahead. This is going to be 15 seconds. I was just going to say of, 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 of a lot of the people who've come through the city, LaShawn McCoy like loved being a Philadelphia athlete as much as, and like he, he did not want to leave. Females he, only though. If, if, if you heard Stephen A. Smith's thing about how, like Philadelphia is a great city to be a superstar in. LaShawn McCoy loved being a superstar. 
in Philadelphia. Anyways, Shield, the floor is yours. All right, let's get into the squall twenty-two. Shields been Shields been bursting at the seams. He already tweeted out his thoughts about Dak. Let's, I mean, let's get going. This is one Dak Prescott tweet, okay? I'll get your uh, tidy whities in a bunch over there. Uh, okay, so Bo, I can t- I could tell from the post game pod. First of all, that you have not you know uh, understood what I've said in the past when you said, oh, Shield says all the time, you know, shorten the game against the great offenses, the Chiefs. I don't say that. I've never said that. Zach, as someone who has consumed you know consumes my content takes it in, remembers it, would know Make that I don't see that. Okay, well, go ahead. So, so here, you know, here's the thing with, uh, let, let's start uh, big picture here with Sirianni saying after the game that, uh, you know, he knew, he, he thought they had to keep up with the Cowboys. And so that's why they implemented the game plan that they did. On the surface, I don't necessarily think that that's a terrible uh, approach to take. You know, I think coaches too often don't have an honest assessment of their team going up against the opponent. You know, like like he knew probably going in that we're not going to be shutting down the Cowboys offense and limiting limiting them to 17 points. So uh, we need to come up with a game plan that's going to allow for us to score points. But they didn't do that. I mean, as you guys pointed out in the um, post-game pod, if that is your approach that, uh, you know, we're really going to have to score in this game, we're going to have to maximize every opportunity, it's unlikely that our defense is going to stop them, then you, you, that doesn't align with punting on fourth and five yeah, from absolutely. midfield twice. I mean, it's the total opposite thing. So, uh, you know, sometimes when you're a little bit removed, like I am, you zoom out a little bit. And I think there are some very interesting themes that – come out of that game a lot that relate to what we reported on in the spring. And it's like, you know, who's formulating this plan for how you're going to go into that game against the Cowboys, because that's what it sounded like to me. It sounded like a guy who, you know, may have had meetings with, uh, I don't know what departments in the organization, maybe they have one with everybody during the week, because that's sort of an analytical idea, right? That their def- their offense is great. Let's not go in there thinking that we're going to stop them. We're going to have to score points. But then at the same time, that doesn't align with what he did in the game. And also he's talking about, well, the chart said punt. I mean, what, cha- what chart what is chart? he using? That's exactly. I, mean, I, don't, I, I don't think he's lying. Like, I don't think he's, I don't think he's an ill-willed guy. Like, uh, you know, I have nothing else we can say. He doesn't seem like a jerk. I don't think he's, you know, uh, purposefully deceiving anybody, but like, that's a little bit, you know, that that's interesting because I thought, if anything, that with this new coaching staff, that they were going to be making even more un- unconventional, uh, aggressive decisions where they would be at like their own uh, 35 on a fourth and three and be going for it. But on the, uh, you know, we saw in that game, it was actually I mean, more conservative than you would think. If you just look at some of the models that are publicly available online, you know, Ben Baldwin has the uh, fourth down bot. One of them, it, I, I think, was a very strong recommendation to go for it. I think the other one was more of a, of a toss up, but I mean, he, he didn't say, well, I just wanted to go with my gut and we felt like we needed to pin him back. He said, I went to the chart and the chart said to punt it there. So yep. that to me, I was, who are you, you know, who are you to doubt Jim Bob Cooter? I mean, is that <laughs> who has the chart? I don't know. I mean, and that to me is, uh, is very interesting. So that was one of my big takeaways here. He sounds like a guy who's trying to take input from various areas of the organization, assemble it all into a game plan, but not everything aligns, and he's not able to articulate what he's actually doing after the fact. Your thoughts, as Donovan McNabb would say. (laughs) (laughs) My overall thing here is, like, 
you know, you have talked about it, Shield. Like, what what Jalen Hurts should be giving you is this gift to make the running game more efficient, right? Uh, the numbers game, as we've talked about. And I feel like if the if the whole season is about evaluating Jalen Hurts and evaluating Nick Sirianni, like, is this guy the quarterback? Is this guy the head coach as we rebuild this roster? The way things were in that game, you're you're not getting the right evaluation of either of them because if Jalen Hurts is going to be the guy, you got to find out what it's like when you build the offense around his strengths, like what he brings to the table. And if you're trying to turn him into a quarterback who he is not, you're not getting the right evaluation of Nick Sirianni's offense either. So it's like it, it, it if things continue this way, which, you know, it's been it's been three games and only two games with sort of an iffy game plan. We'll see what happens. But if things keep looking like this, it's like you're almost wasting the year. Well, where I would dis- I agree and, and disagree. I'm, I'm, I'm like Bo here taking both sides of the fence. Um, from the Lori Roseman perspective, yes, that's what this year is about. Evaluating Hertz, evaluating Sirianni from Sirianni's perspective. Like he's just trying to win the next game. He's not going into this year thinking like, all right, this is my year to evaluate Jalen Hurts. Like Nick Sirianni is focused on Sunday and, and uh, that's, as he should be, that's as the he should be, but okay. Players, exactly. players, so, players, 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 not plays then like do what the, well, I agree. Well, I agree, but like I don't think he's he's going into this being like, what's the best way for me to evaluate Jalen Hurts? I think part of uh, what what is is uh, confounding to me, and I wrote about this on the Athletic Today. Shameless plug. You can you can go to thoughts uh, eight Eagles thoughts that I have there, but I don't know what their offensive identity is. And after week one, and we talked about this on the post game pod. I thought, all right, they're going to play to the strengths of the, of their quarterback, right? It it might not be the offense Sirianni came in here with, but it seems like they were they were calling plays for Jalen Hurts that they would have called for Philip Rivers, right, or for like for Justin Herbert. Like it, it didn't make sense to me why you would have Jalen Hurts take these deep drops into the pocket in empty formations. Like get him on the move uh, intentionally, move the pocket, get him some 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 quick throws to players in space. If you're doing this this downfield vertical game uh, and you're relying on Hurts being an accurate quarterback, you're going to have a lot more games like you had Monday than, than, than you'll have in week one. So that's just... That's I, I think I that's correct. The, yeah, one of, I would say, the biggest disappointments through three weeks is the lack of creativity <laughs> in the run game. I mean, I can't believe that it, you you look at who you have at quarterback and you don't come to the conclusion that we need to have a a, a creative run game that really involves Jalen Hurts in it, mm-hmm. that that's going to give us the best chance to win. I just don't understand how you come to the conclusion that, that, you know, that what we saw last week is your best chance to move the football. So yeah, I didn't, I didn't like the game plan. I didn't think it was good. There's personnel decisions that are just uh, baffling. I mean, even the Jalen Rager goal ball, like why is that ball go? Why is Jalen Rager the guy you're throwing that to who's running that? Why is that not Devonte Smith or Quez Watkins? I, I know Trevon Diggs at times was following Devonte Smith. That's fine. If it's going to be a goal ball, like it's pretty simple that, that Jalen Rager should not be the guy uh, running that route. If it's just, I mean, it was single high man coverage. That was a simple pick your matchup and throw it up there. Like, how, how is that going to him? I think I that's 100%, a misevaluation. I 100% feel that that was them trying to just redo what happened the week before and prove that they could get it right this time. I mean, it was maybe. the same part of the field. I really yeah. like, I really believe that in my bones. 
I mean, I think it's just, uh, yeah, I don't know if there's something behind the scenes or what, but it's a, it looks to be a misevaluation uh, of personnel there. So um, I don't know. I, I do feel like a lot of this is Sirianni is trying. Remember, he's, as we know, he is a first-time head coach. He's a first-time play caller. Like he's been one of the voices in somebody else's ear rather than the guy who's trying to put everyone, uh, put everything together. And so it's a Shane Steichen here. It's an analytics department here. It's a Jeffrey Leary here. It's a front office here. It's a, you know, Jeff Stalin here. Okay. Well, all right. I've got all these and I'm going to put it all together. Well, that's what it looks like. It looks like somebody, yep. it looks like really last year's Eagles where somebody is trying to, all right, let's, I got all these different voices. Let me put it all together in something that makes sense. And it makes no sense. I mean, that's really what the offense looked like to me uh, on Monday night. So uh, I'm not going to absolve Jalen Hurts. I mean, you call a go ball down the right sideline. That That's not a ball that should be, you know, intercepted. It, it should either be uh, overthrown or the receiver should at some point at least have a chance there. Even the other interception where Devontae Smith slips, but uh, as the Manning cast was pointing out, you kind of probably want to look over there and not throw that ball. And if you do, I remember us talking about this with Carson Wentz last year, those route, th those passes have to be high uh, and to the outside that ball was not. So that was a bad pass. So again, I, you know, and the other thing with Hertz I've been kind of disappointed with is when he flees the pocket, he's not keeping his eyes downfield at all. I mean, there are multiple examples I thought mm. on film where he's getting out there. All right. You bought some time. Maybe you didn't need to leave the pocket. That's okay. And guys spring, uh, spring open down the field. And he's just taking sort of the seven yard scramble rather than what could potentially be a 20, 25 yard completion. So, um, that, that is something else that kind of stood out there uh, out to me uh, on the film. Did you think that Landon Dickerson was was pretty bad? Uh, I didn't think he was worse than he was in the first game. Uh, you know, okay. the sack was bad. Uh, I actually didn't think he was. Uh, the play was so ridiculous. Yeah. 13 personnel with J.J. Ortega-Whiteside as right. the one receiver. And you're like. Yeah. And you're running play action. Total disaster. <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what what is uh, going on there, but um, yeah, I thought he gave up the sack. But now I didn't. Once it was uh, what was it, thirty four to fourteen, in the fourth, yeah, I stopped yeah. there and said I don't need to That's learn anything from totally the final fair. two drives or whatever. I know, like but, the, the 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 end of the game totals are like so uh, misleading because of like the the Eagles just racking up yards in the fourth quarter, like. Yeah, totally, Zach had the good yeah. drive by drive. I mean, that was oh, yeah, that that's was, really that the good. best way to yes. um, explain what their offense oh, looked like. So oh, although I felt, I, I felt I so silly right the day this, after I, because Zach had already written it better than I was going to no, write that's it. Not so. true. That's not true. I, I, I thank you. But I, I, I don't totally buy this idea that like the game was so out of hand. So the script was, 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 was just, 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 just like out of the yeah. gym. It was a 13 point game at halftime. They had the ball, right? right like this right. is, there's no reason why you say, all right, we need to abandon everything we, we had going into the game. Um, so I, I don't totally buy that because the game wasn't really out of hand till the fourth. Yeah. Even later in the third, I mean, it's 27, 14 and yeah. like, you know, like you, 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 you have to score there. Yes. But you don't like, you don't have to abandon, uh, what you, what you wanted to do there. So I thought that, uh, that part was interesting. I and thought like, uh, just, just matchup wise, like on the running thing, like that's where their advantage should have been. Like, right. so, you know, as, as Jimmy Kemsky had pointed out over, over the course of the week, like that, that is an undersized Cowboys defensive line when they ran the ball, it was like three carries, but they ran the ball. Well, like, yeah. I don't know. It just seemed like, although we'll get to this in a bit. I, I mean, I mean, not to jump ahead, but I did watch a good deal of chargers um, these past two weeks because they played against the Cowboys and they played against the chiefs. And like the chargers basically are like, you guys could, the Cowboys and the chiefs, 
just run on us. I know we talked about this in week one, but they're very deliberate. Like, don't throw the ball over our heads. Just run on us all you want. And both those teams ran the ball, but the Chargers won both games. So I, I don't think the Eagles just want to run for the sake of running. No, but I mean, yeah, the extremes. I mean, three times in that game is ridiculous Agreed. when you look at the strengths and the weaknesses of your roster. I mean, I think all of us are, we're, we're never the ones saying run the ball more. And right. I don't think run the ball changes the result there. So I think it's a fair, uh, I think it's a fair criticism, not one that would have changed the result of the game. Uh, Andre Dillard, I thought played well. I mean, yeah. he had a lot of good reps in there. And I guess when you're only going to run the ball three times, that's probably going to be a game that he's going to look even better in because pass protection, I think is his strength, but you know, it, it was sort of a, I guess a little bit of a reminder that don't bury the guy. Maybe he can only play one position. It's an important position. Uh, maybe he doesn't have the intangibles and some of the stuff you, you would love on some of your offensive linemen, but just in terms of having the skill set to be able to block people uh, and, and pass protection at left tackle, like that's an elite skill. Um, so we'll see how that looks here going forward. The chiefs don't have a great pass rush, but I thought that, it, you know, that could have been a game where he's just playing terrible and, totally ru ruins the right. game plan even more for you. And it was nothing like that. I wouldn't even say competent. I thought he played well uh, in that game. Let me see okay. what else I got. What do you think of the, uh, the, you talked about this in the post game pod. I don't know if you have any more thoughts on it, but like not using motion on a single snap in that game to me, it's sort of, I don't know, you know, the analytics people are like, I feel like a little bit too obsessed with right. motion, I know some of the old school types have pointed out that some quarterbacks, they didn't like doing a lot of motion because they just wanted a picture of we're going to line up. You know, the, Peyton Manning, I guess, is the example that we're just going to line up. I want to see exactly how they match us and then we'll just go. We don't need to trick them. But I almost feel like the way the Eagles are set up, you do need to look for the little stuff that can trick them. I mean, Zach mentioned the Chargers against the Chiefs. They're using tempo at various times, not like Chip Kelly on every snap, but at various times. And you look at the Chiefs, they're totally confused. I mean, the, the Chargers got a touchdown because the Chiefs weren't lined up right. And so I do feel like that type of little stuff there where you just need to give yourself give your offense a chance to have an edge that seems to be missing in my opinion from the offense. So Bo asked, uh, and, and I'll give credit. Bo was ahead of this before anyone else asked uh, Nick about it on, on Friday, wrote about it in the day after. So uh, make sure you check that out. If you haven't, then Nick was asked about it again on Wednesday and kind of re he reiterated the answer. You don't want to use it for motion's sake. You, I want to use it for a purpose. And I thought today, EJ Smith from the inquirer, uh, he had a real good question to Shane Steichen, which was like, well, what's the downside of using it, right? And um, Shane said because, and it's it's similar to what Shields just, just mentioned with Peyton Manning, is that it could change what you're seeing from the defense. And then it kind of, you, you, you might get the defense into a look that you don't want, that like what you see before the snap is what you're expecting and you want to keep what you see. Uh, so if, if, you, if you do motion then, then it might it might muddle what you're expecting. So um, if if that holds water, I'll defer to you guys. But that was Shane Steichen's explanation. I think my 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 two takeaways I think are basically what I said on the post game pod is one that my my assumption is that this is the kind of thing that Jeffrey Lurie is like. What's going on here? That he would expect to see more motion in this offense. Uh, and two is the explanation from Sirianni that it's like. It's a, uh, you know, if you spend more time on motion, that's less time that you can spend on doing other things. 
I'd like to see that time spent on something else as opposed to finding ways to get, you know, J.J. Ortega-Whiteside and, and Greg Ward on the field. I, I think this offense needs to maybe tighten up its personnel groupings a little bit and just focus on the good players, keeping those guys on the field and letting and, and running with that. I mean, every other team figures out a way to practice it and yeah, get it fair. right. You know, it's not, it's you're not spending your entire Thursday on, all right, today's a motion True. day, you know, so there's gotta be uh, some way to do it. All right. Well, so let me ask you this. Let me just ask yeah. you this, because this is something I've, I've, I, I don't, I don't want to say heard, heard behind the scenes, but I've discussed with Ooh, people behind whisper. the scenes. Um, do you think part of it is to like uh, uncomplicate things for Jalen Hurts? Potentially. I mean, maybe, but it could also, I mean, there's two sides. They right, could, it could make, make it things easier. clearer for him right. sure. um, after the snap. So anyway, okay. all right. Why don't, why don't we take a break and then we'll do a little defense. Sounds good. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, we're back on Birds with Friends. Squall 22 talking about the Monday night game against the Cowboys. Shield, what did you think about the performance of the Eagles defense against your boy, Dak Prescott? Yeah, I don't, I don't know that there was anything that was really that interesting uh, about the defense. They played how we thought they were going to play, where you're sitting in um, two high coverages and saying, move the ball methodically down the field. And when you face a good offense, they can methodically uh, move the ball down the field. And so that's what happened. Their their defensive line gets pushed around. Their linebackers can't get off blocks. You're giving up chunks in the run game. I will say Derek Barnett, I thought was I don't, I don't know if he, I guess I should ask you first, because anytime now I criticize a player, then you're going to come back three years later and tell me that the guy was injured and that I'm a jerk forever criticizing him. So is Derek, was Derek Barnett injured? Was he ill? Was he on the injury report? Anything we know about him in this game? I think he was a little bit banged up from Zach backing up his truck over him. Stop, a few times come on, come on. That's, I, I, that is such like hyperbole, overstatement, whatever you want to say. I, I literally, I asked, the question to get Rihanna on the record and Gannon on the record. That is it. It's it's not like this obsession that I have. Well, I, I, I mean, I me thinks the ZB doth protest too much. I don't know. I thought this was one of the worst games I've seen Derek Barnett play. I mean, he was just like it's at times it looked like Tyron Smith wasn't even, you know, really trying. And Derek Barnett was like allergic to getting close to the quarterback or something. I mean, he was so far away on some of these throws that uh, it just kept standing out to me play after play. So I don't know what's going on there. Maybe he is injured and it will come out like on the injury report as we discuss this. Maybe it's a new scheme. Maybe, I, I don't know. Maybe it was the Cowboys being really good, but that was kind Jack's, of one individual performance that stood out to me. And then I thought Jack's there was, uh, was working very well on, on Mr. Barnett. There was an illuminating snap. I thought where I, I paused it and I looked at it and I said, all right, who, wait, who are these guys on the field? And the D-line was Ryan Kerrigan, Milton Williams, Hassan Ridgeway, Taron Jackson, with Alex Singleton and Eric Wilson behind them. And so that was a personal reminder to myself that, so, you know, we can do all this scheme, this like 
the roster is not very good. Mm. And when those guys are out there for a snap against the Cowboys offensive line and CD lamb and Amari Cooper and Dak Prescott and Zeke Elliott and Tony Pollard, like the other team is probably going to win those battles uh, more often than not. So that's probably, that's another zoom out thing to not uh, lose sight of that. Uh, you know, I think it's worth examining everything. The new coach does everything. The quarterback does uh, at the end of the day, the reason this team's not going to be very good is because the roster uh, is not very good. That's fair. Ryan Kerrigan, of course, three games now without a single tackle or quarterback hit. I the, haven't written the Eagles' like, success with you know, NFC East signings continues apace. I'm not going to say I made I take voluminous notes, but you know when someone does something good or bad or bad, I do try to write it down. Like I just forget he's out there. I mean, I, I don't even yeah. So, well, so, so does everybody. <laughs> so not defending Kerrigan here, uh, but. From just from talking to him these 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 past two weeks, I do think the thumb injury is really affecting him. Like like more so oh, than one of them. Owie, owie. Bo, Bo, how much do you know about pass rushing? How much do you know about oh, pass rushing? Two hands. It takes at least two hands. He's got uh, a, he's got a, he's got at least one good thumb. You can't grip like it's that's a big thing and and. So the thumb injury now. What happened to the What happened to the good old days when a guy had a full club for an arm and was still wielding it with power as a pass rusher? Come on! It's just it's just imagine Strap not it having on, Ryan. Imagine not having a thumb in your everyday life and now apply it to the football field. I, it, it would okay, that could be a factor, ow, but the league ow. did speak. The league spoke on Ryan Kerrigan. I mean, this offseason, yeah. what you know, everybody. There were a lot of teams that could have used a situational veteran pass rusher. That did not sign Ryan Kerrigan. I mean, I know he had his, I'm sure like every phrase, and he had his option of 17 different teams. He turned down 18 mil a year because it was just so enticing to play on a team that pretty much gave up before the season started, had no identity, and that he wasn't going to play a lot of snaps on. It was just too enticing a situation that he chose the Eagles. But um, I, I don't know. Sometimes you can certainly. Ryan Kerrigan could have three thumbs and he still wouldn't be making an impact. <laughs> All right, I have an idea uh, for uh, post game pods going forward. I, Marissa, you you should be listening to this because you know I, when I when I was hearing that Marissa had to take like a three hour nap oh and then you know wake up to your guys' nine. Thankfully, only two and then produce it. Uh, well, it actually was, was great. It was okay. like I was wide awake. I was ready. Although there was at one point I I was out. not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. So, wait, so there are two more primetime games, or there's one more? Only one more on Thursday oh, night. Thursday it. night. Yeah. yeah, and then they, oh. and and then there's a uh, a game against Washington that doesn't have a time yet. I can't imagine that's mm. going to be flexed to prime time. But, I, don't, but, I don't know. Uh, Ryan Kerrigan yeah. against his former team. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> They're going to call it fumble. Well, so what I was thinking was that you know now I'm not committing to this at all. But here's the here's a thought that popped into my head. So prime time game. It's late. Everybody's got stuff. To, I mean, you guys had to are staying up, and then you got to fight the next day. Here's what we should, you know. Again, I'm not committing to this. What we should do for a primetime game is like 10 minutes after the game, I'll, I'll just come on with Marissa. I'll I'll spew some takes about you know what I thought because a primetime game, I'm you know I'm solely focused on that. I don't have anything else I got to watch. Uh, I'm doing that. It can be a live stream. You know the the readers, the fans. Their options are to tune into one of the you know TV post game shows or to our post game show. I'll take our chances uh, for that. So we we start knocking that out. You guys, once you're finished with your interviews in locker room, you jump on. 
we we wrap up uh, anything we missed. It's over before you even write a word. Marissa can produce it. It's up early. Uh, everybody gets better sleep that night. And uh, we move on from there. Bo looks hesitant. Well, I feel Bo like Marissa like kind of likes no. this. No, so this year, Bo's not doing it. I feel like kind of likes this. Yeah. No, Bo's doing it. At home. We're, oh, I shouldn't say Bo. We are doing the podcast right. separately this year. From, we're not doing so it from the stadium. We're not doing it from the stadium this year. Okay. So okay. that's the complication. Now, if it gets to a point okay. where, where – uh, you know, we feel comfortable as, as, as a group doing it in the stadium or in separate um, press boxes. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, separate radio booths, things like that. Then perhaps uh, we can do Yeah, that. home I think, games. I mean, you could just choose. Uh, Bo and I would just f- break into basically I one agree. of those uh, booths that we're never supposed to be in, Merrill Reese's booth, and just do a podcast from there. Uh, Bo looks very – Bo doesn't like this at all. I'm, I'm just COVID. That. I'm just COVID. Uh, I don't want to be like – Oh, that's your okay. All right. That's fair. All right. I don't care. Next next year, then. Maybe next year. I like it it as an idea. Yeah. Okay. So, real quick, though, just as as, as a 15 second aside, because I I, uh, enjoy every encounter that I have with, you know, readers, listeners, and and whatnot. But I apologize. I apologize if I am not like gregarious uh, in the airport on the morning after primetime games, (laughs) right? You know, because you always have like the. The, well, you the were on edge. You were trying to get on flights. You were, you yeah. Were I was, I was flying standby. Game. But, uh, but you know, they they want to talk to you about the game and they and they want your opinion. And you're on like an hour and a half of sleep, and wow. you're just feeling it. Flex. So, no, it's not a flex. I, I'm saying I'm, <laughs> I proactively am apologizing because I probably am not as as cordial as I would like to be in those situations. It's it's kind of one of those things. There must like, have been there must have been some encounter here that you're referencing. Where, did you, that, that was just it's 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 one of those things where you're like, yeah, uh, tough game. We'll see what happens this week. Yeah, they they need to run the ball more, right? And you feel bad, um, you know, not like engaging. Yeah, I think they should but, cut. I think they should cut them too. Yeah, <laughs> Barnett obviously would have been. All right, no, fans, readers, uh, don't bother Zach and or Bo in public. Uh, they're <laughs> too big for you. They don't it's realize where their bread is buttered. Leave it's them not at all alone. what I'm saying. Listen, not, you, you, Zach, Zach would be happy to talk to you as long as you bring his book. Like <laughs> proof of proof of uh, fandom. Bring that up, and then he'll talk no. to you. He'll sign your book. Any so. other time, the the morning after flight is a tough uh, is a tough endeavor. All right. Uh, what do we need to know about this Chiefs team, Shiel? I mean, not they got the best quarterback in the world and their defense is terrible. That's about it. Yeah, that really is everything. Yeah, I don't know that there's a lot more uh, I want to add. I will also I'll circle back on, you know, what I was saying in the beginning where, again, it's not uh, when you're playing the Chiefs, it's maximizing every scoring opportunity. It's not short in the game. You know, we had writers. Uh, <laughs> we I'm had not feeling right, myself for, at all. No. Yeah. For those of you listening, good, you have though. to watch the YouTube uh, <laughs> okay. podcast to see the comments that are being uh, promoted here. But you know, we had um, I think it was Nate Taylor, our Chiefs writer, uh, Seth Kayser, I believe, who, who writes about the Chiefs for us, and uh, Ethan Douglas, who is also a big Chiefs fan. They did sort of a study last year on is this idea of you know, keep the keep Patrick Mahomes off the field. Is that the way to beat the Chiefs? And it's really has not been. You know, most of the times they've lost, it's just been because the other team can score scored a lot. Now, I think the average opponent scored over thirty six points per game in Chiefs losses over like the last three years. And so, an average NFL game 
you have like 11 possessions. And I think for all those games, except for one, the Chiefs had at least 10. So maybe if you can steal one possession, you know, that's not nothing. That's probably worth about uh, three points. They average about three points per possession. But really, in my opinion, it's scoring at all costs. If you can string together long drives, that's fine. If you want to go bombs away and hit them for explosive plays, that's fine too. You just can't waste offensive possessions. You can't be kicking field goals from inside their 10. You can't be punting from uh, you know near midfield. You need to be aggressive in those situations because the thing about keeping Mahomes off the field or shortening the game or minimizing their possessions, it's not just an offensive thing. It's a defensive thing. I mean, if you have an 11-play drive and then your defense goes out there and the Chiefs score in three plays, like it doesn't matter. They're still going to get a lot of possession. So I don't think there's really a, a lot to that. I think it's just more about you have to maximize every scoring opportunity. You have to be aggressive with your in-game decision-making. And then defensively, I mean, there are two things, and they're not necessarily mutually exclusive. One is force them to string together long drives, which they absolutely can do, but it just increases your chances of uh, creating a negative play or a turnover or they have a penalty. Mm -hmm. And then the other one is producing takeaways, which we know there's a randomness to, but they do have six turnovers in their first uh, in their first three games. So whether it's not, uh, you know, uh, I thought when, when I saw Jonathan Gannon in the second half of that Cowboys game, it was third down and he called that like uh, nickel blitz with Avante Maddox and Josh Sweat. Like that's the type of thing, you know, sort of an unscouted blitz uh, at a time where they're not ex expecting it, where maybe you could scheme up a negative play or a turnover. Those are the things you have to try to do. In Shield, real quick, did you think that was a Josh Sweat sack or a Josh Sweat Avante Maddox? Yeah, I did listen. Uh, I'm Marissa, well, let's get to both of these now <laughs> while we're on it. I'll buy some time, Marissa. You let me know when you're ready. Uh, I mean, the you know, Den I'm so disappointed in Dennis. I mean, really, acting like the McCarthy thing was <laughs> controversial at all. Uh, Marissa, go ahead. If, if you have that, uh, go ahead and play. It's important. Most relevant, most relevant thing that happened in last night's game was the final 90 seconds of the first half where Mike McCarthy had a meltdown. So much so that a referee tried to help him. Referee went over to him like, hey, buddy, uh, I'm just letting you know. I think you're supposed to call time out here. Okay. So, I mean, real quick, congratulations like to Nick Wright on, on going into the WAER Hall of Fame. Well-deserved. None of the credit goes to his co-host. All the credit goes to him. There you go. Mm, feels like. Oh, wait. What's W-A-E-R? That was our radio station in college. Gene oh, and, and he goes in there. and you don't get in? Yeah, what are we host? doing here? Oh, no. I don't belong in the W-A-E-R Hall of Fame. Uh -huh. Yeah, but weren't you guys working together? This hey, feels like a uh, really shot across no. the bow. his acceptance speech or something? No, he had many co-hosts. Like we, we, This we is like rotated. my favorite thing that you co-hosted a show with Nick Wright is like the greatest. Multiple shows, but uh, yeah. yeah, multiple That's, shows. Uh, no, but, yeah, um, program, I mean, yeah. Yeah, but uh, congratulations to Nick. Uh, but anyways, besides wow. the point, go on. All you. Okay. So, I mean, like, like that's the definition of what the thing was. I mean, really, it wasn't I think even the McCarthy thing. Enough. I think the McCarthy thing you deserve. I think the sweat thing is a little bit more. We yeah, need, I, would... I, I think... I think it was it was on us for not strictly defining it in real time. That's what we needed. That's what we need to do. We need to make sure that that there is no gray area on a half sack. But yeah, that, then he'd get that, half a point, right? So he would still no. Won. It's 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 binary. It's yes or no. <laughs> he either had a sack or he didn't. Well, uh, I mean, I, in the stat books, he has he had a a sack. He had a half sack. Well, he he still, didn't have, there's something still there. He didn't have no sacks. 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, that I thought there was actually a gray area for uh, that one, but luckily uh, Zach and Marissa, you know, made the right call there while Bo, you know, Zach had the right idea there when he said, Bo, if you were on the other side of this, you'd be <laughs> saying that it was a set, which is a hundred percent true. So yeah. I'll go, I don't even need to revisit that one. You know, I could have gone either way, but it was already decided in the post game pod. Okay. All right. Uh, well, speaking of which, we will get to Superstore Casting in a minute after we hear one more time from our valued sponsors. That's the best ad read I've heard. How yeah. about Marissa just dropping in and, <laughs> and teaching us all a lesson? Boom. Well, well, that comment in the chat of fine, I'll do it myself. Um, so <laughs> I wanted to make sure I had these all in the system to go tonight. And I, you know, sent it to you guys. And I was like, you know what? I just read it myself. I'll make it easier on, on everybody. <laughs> you did awesome. Beast. None of us responded. Yeah. My, my nose is a little stuffy. My nose is a little stuffy. So I apologize for that. But outstanding. Yes. Thanks to all of our sponsors. We appreciate all of them. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> we move on to Swooper Sorecasting. And let me actually pull up from Dennis here uh, how many turkeys everybody has left. Uh, so Shield is in the lead on the season. Controversial. Oh! Controversial, but he has uh, 1.3, one and a third points on the season. Uh, I have five, and, and Zach and I have five, six of a point. So, uh, Sheil, you have one turkey left over. I have six turkeys left over. Zach has, I believe, an unprecedented 17 turkeys with which to deal. So, he enters today with 41 turkeys. I've got 30 and Shield's got 25. I took a shower earlier and I, I and I uh, looked out once I was finished and no no towel. I forgot the towel. Oh, Ooh, that's so. tough. That's a uh, precarious situation. <laughs> so I'm, I'm looking around going, all right, you know, maybe my wife's got one hanging there or something. All she had was she's got one of these like a uh, towel robes. Are you familiar mm. with these? Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know much of it. Uh, you know, I, I have not. Uh, Wait, do you guys towel? have like separate towel racks? No. Oh, okay. We you have, see, we have uh, the you shower. looking for it, right? Well, no. Okay. So the, yeah, we have the shower and there's the, the, the rack outside on like yeah. the door and there was nothing there. But then I looked at the, at the okay. back of the bathroom door, there's a hook. And so sometimes, uh, there'll be something there. All I saw was this <laughs> towel, this woman's towel rope. And so you have to make a call. What are you going to do in this situation? <laughs> Literally, there's nothing else in the bathroom. And mind you, this is mid afternoon. Um, you know, we have like windows open in the house and stuff, mm. you know, it's not like night where you can kind of just maybe do a little, uh, uh, <laughs> leaf, a leaf here and a leaf there and try to run to the hallway. Closet. I feel like night is worse. If the light is on, it's, it's, it's yeah, more of the a lights are off. So anyway, so I, I had to put on this woman's, uh, towel bathrobe, cover yourself up. Well, it was, it was quite, quite comforting, but my wife is, you know, much shorter than me. So you're kind of like, you know, it's not going all the way down to knee level, if you know what I mean. Then I had to run through the hallway. I'm thinking, yeah. It's midday. You know, there's Lance. There's people mowing the lawn outside. And so we've got a big window that looks towards the upstairs hallway. I had to run to the hallway bathroom, grab a towel as fast as possible, and then run back to the, uh, nice. to the bathroom. 
I, thought I hope you I hope you put that towel in the wash after you use it. Oh my god! Hang it yeah. back well, up for your wife. I, I texted her and she said, "Wash her immediately." <laughs> I believe was the text. Uh, I, got, I don't know. I am a clean guy. I shower every day. I thought that was a little bit. Uh, well, a little bit this podcast there. has long been in favor of uh, using the female version of products like uh, like deodorant, of course, which we've talked about razors so it, I it think feels the, like the next natural progression oh, the mine was only deodorant yeah oh yeah i, I prefer like, i, I like prefer a women's razor okay uh, i use male products so i'll say that i'm mm. not the only you got mr mr, mr. jennifer love hewitt over here <laughs> axe body spray for everything uh, he's got a subscription to maxim that's a little more awkward than that and i'm only bringing up now because we're coming off the jalen hurts press conference is when uh you have mm. that situation you look, look over and That's there's scary. nothing to, uh all right, then you're just going shoot all right i gotta you know you gotta do a little waddle or something that's <laughs> that's the most awkward like a human can feel i think it's making that walk over that's to the tough. cabinet but you know maybe i'm uh, zach looks very uncomfortable your story let's get to, your, let's your, get to this just story. to keep it just to keep it more uncomfortable your story of the uh of the, the short robe um, reminds me of a story that went around our uh, high school about uh, Patrick Ewing at the hospital one time. That's all. <laughs> Just that's all I I'm gonna no say. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, let's get to super casting. <laughs> so, so how many turkeys does everyone have? You have forty-one. I have thirty, okay. and Sheila has twenty-five. Good. I like it. Charlie Munger says the big money's not in in buying or selling, but in waiting. Right. So. No, Charlie Munger's never played or won super sarcastic. <laughs> All right, well, Charlie Munger's not getting smoked right now. <laughs> big theme of this week's super super sarcastic was the broadcast. I actually think uh, I could have done an entire swooper mm. about the broadcast. With I mean, your this guys game doesn't have a lot of juice. Yeah, with yeah. your submissions and the chat submissions. So okay, um, just keep that in mind. So we we will start with the broadcast. will mention something about Greg Lewis's connection to the Eagles. One. Wow, aggressive. Uh, Zach, Zach was saving all 41 turkeys just for this. Uh, he planted this. Uh, two, I guess. Do I hear three? I guess three. I'll go three. I'm like, okay, you're going three? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's so irrelevant, <laughs> but there is a chance he did in a game earlier this year, like punch, sort of punch a player or, or yes. grab a player and the guy punched him. So Ronnie Harrison, a, right? Was it the, uh, the, the, the yes, he got game? thrown oh, out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we know Marissa is not a Greg Lewis fan. Uh, <laughs> I will go, I will go four. going once. <laughs> Worst yeah. use of turkeys. I've ever wow. Had. Sold to shield for four. All right. Real quick. Uh, if I, I just want to, uh, I'll read the injury report cause we just got it. Jordan, my did not practice. Uh, with an, a knee injury, like we said, it sounds like he's he's not going to play. Landon Dickerson, Marcus Epps, Lane Johnson, Jason Kelsey, Ryan McLeod, and Davion Taylor, all full participants in practice, which puts them on track to play this weekend. So McLeod and Epps, most likely. And I'm sorry, McLeod and, and Harris. Yes. At safety. And nothing to worry about with Lane in terms of his availability, or Dickerson in terms of his availability. Okay. Well, they say the best ability is availability. Or coachability, all right. Or, de or dependability. Okay. The Eagles use a sixth offensive lineman in normal formations. 
what this means is yeah so i'm sorry so what this is is that they there is either an injury or a replaced player that they have to go so it's not an extra uh, offensive lineman it's with their normal five they have to go to a sixth so they don't have the same five out there the whole game this is one i submitted one and i'm really like bidding on guys getting hurt but it could be someone getting benched wow three four Five. It also could be a left guard rotation, right? Could be. Uh, six. Chance format. Six. Wow. Do I hear seven? Seven. You can have it. Oh, Zach, what are you going to use these turkeys for? <laughs> it's a long season, right? <laughs> Right. I maybe not. I mean, this, this, <laughs> this fan base and audience could be like totally checked out. Honestly, true question. True question. If if you guys like, if 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 oh, if man. you finish your laundry and you you put your hand in your pocket or you get a jacket that you wore last year and there's five dollars in there, okay, are you automatically like, all right, how can I spend this five dollars, or do you save your five dollars? Terrible analogy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I probably also forget about it again. Who uses <laughs> cash nowadays? What do you do, Zach? I would save it, right? It's like it's 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 not like he puts it in a twenty-year bond. <laughs> What's the interest on that bond, right? If it's twenty years. I better have a good interest. All right, next. Good, the good Eagles, bond talk. <laughs> the Eagles have four consecutive non-QB runs within the same drive. Four consecutive. Mm, yeah, committing to the run. Because we'll see if Sirianni really commits to the bit. Uh, I don't worry. Wait for a future one. Okay. Two. One. <laughs> Three. Four. The non-quarterback run here. The non-quarterback makes it interesting. Yeah, it does. I don't think they're going to go more here. <laughs> Where are we at? I think I have four. Okay. I'm out. Zach? The non-quarterback runs complicates it. Five. Maybe it's the end of the game, and they're just trying to get to the. Uh, they're just trying to get into the locker room, right? Ooh, they're 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 icing Taking their lead. With the they're gonna win. Uh, I'll go six. I feel like they're gonna do this. I think they're gonna commit to it at some point. <laughs> You're. Uh, there oh, are man, other this, running ones here, so you can have this. this one. The, I like okay. this comment. From a uh, the Mister Snuffy says Bo looks at the five dollars cries because there's a colonizer on the front. We got a troll here, you know. Oh, is that sorry? I wasn't. Yeah. I didn't know he was gassing up the troll in the comments. Okay. All right, uh, so that was sold to Bo for six. Yeah. Yep. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. The, the Eagles running backs have their most combined carries of the season. Mm, that's a good one. Two. Two. So actually, <laughs> he said it twice just to make sure we knew. Zach yeah. submitted this one. Um, and when he submitted it, I was going to keep it. <laughs> it said, carry apostrophe S. So oh, I was going so- <laughs> to keep it. Sorry, I as wrote the, it in the car. I wrote it in the, the car. You know, we're, we're really analytical on what the, nice. the scooper exactly yep. said. <laughs> uh, three. Five. Five. Six. Seven. Eight. Wow. Do we know what the number is to beat? This is going to be over correction Saturday. Nine. Or Sunday, right? The game's on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Nine. Uh, ten. <laughs> ten. 
I like the repeats. 11. 12. 13. This is game theory here, right? You're just trying to bid me up. I I got fancy basketball auction coming up. I'll probably, uh, uh, what'd you say? 13? 14. Yeah. 14. 14. Going once, going twice, sold to Zach for 14 turkeys. How, yes, how you heard that correctly. To go? All right. Here we go. This was a submission from Owen in the chat who says, let's see how far they will go. Mahomes will have more yards than Hurts. More Is what? that passing yards? Pa- passing yards. I will, I will change yards? it. Uh, one, ten, five, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, seventeen, seventeen. I, I said 17. I got seventeen. That's all. <laughs> Eighteen, I have left. Eighteen, nineteen, twenty. Wow! How many turkeys do you have? Twenty-one. Twenty-one. <laughs> Twenty-one. Okay. So you got it. Wow. <laughs> Z firm with a 14 and a 21. Back oh my gosh. Back. He's only got six sh- left. Owen's oh, a <laughs> Scare money don't make money. This is it. <laughs> wow. Shout out to Owen. That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the way. The to win the round, you gotta have the most. <laughs> I mean, Zach's got Zach. two. He's got two things that are probably gonna happen. Yeah, but two is not a guaranteed win. Right, you're right. Last yeah, week, right. I mean, he has one that's guaranteed to happen. I mean, the second one it could happen. Well, you were bidding twenty on it, so. <laughs> Listen, I, yeah, I know. I, I didn't know. I don't know what I'm doing, but I thought that was awesome. I just kind of let it wow. rip, but that was fantastic. All right, so Zach, is Zach, what are you gonna do? Where, how are you gonna spend? You got no turkeys. What about your number? Wasn't there a number you wanted to hold over? I long I, season. I quote you. Yeah, but you know what? When opportunity, you know, when as Daryl Morey says, opportunity is not a, is not a lengthy visitor. Right. So when opportunities there, you oh got to strike. Gosh, that was awesome. <laughs> All right. So reset, reset it for me here. All right. You've got I 21, 21. I've got 17. Zach has six and there are seven things left. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> All right. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Zach pulled his $5 out of his laundry and then the ice cream truck went running and he just ran outside. <laughs> Zach pulled the five out and then told everyone in his family to empty their pockets. Give it to him right now. He put on a he put on a ski mask. Oh man. He stole his kids' piggy banks. He broke their piggy all... bank open. Oh my gosh, outstanding. All right, that was fun. All right. Okay. Another broadcast one. The broadcast will show footage of LaShawn McCoy from the snow game. Two. Zach, man, interesting. Uh, is is LaShawn McCoy being – nothing – is anything happening with him There's this a ha- game? He's at halftime. He's being oh, that is this halftime. week. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what did you bid, Bo? Two. 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 
I'll go three. <laughs> Four. Um. <laughs> Never. Never. Where he's so the uh, have I'll go five. Zach, you want to ask turkeys? No, I I I got it. No. Does it, no, let's let's clarify here. Let's clarify here. Does it have to be footage or can it be a picture? But I, I would say counts, right? picture counts. Picture so yeah, counts. I just want to make sure. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go six. I'll let you have that for six. All right. Okay. Okay. Next. The Eagles win. Oh, wow. One. Two. Oof. Yeah, that's that might be too, too much. rich. I'll go three. I, I mean, a seven-point spread. Like, what's the uh, you know? There's the sites where you can look at what's the percentage of times a team wins if they're seven-point fade. It's not like as crazy as it feels like. At the same time, uh, I don't think I want to spend my uh, turkeys on seventy-three percent chance the cow- the Chiefs win. So, okay, it's yeah. not crazy. I mean, it's probably it's a very nice bet. I would I feel like for you if you look at it in that context, three turkeys for a twenty-seven percent chance. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I'm not gonna. Okay. <laughs> the All Chiefs right. are two and twelve in their last fourteen games against the spread. Okay. Okay. The Chiefs score on a screen pass. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, baby. One. One. Two. Another another chat submission. Do I hear three? Score on a screen. Could be could be a running back screen. Could be a tight end screen. Mm, could be a who determines screen. whether it was an actual screen. Fran Duffy. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's like uh, it's it's the uh, it's the porn thing. Three. I don't know what you know, you're yeah. talking about. All right, Marissa, bleep that out. I don't know where both. Here come the bots. Here come the bots. Okay. All right, what are we at? Three for Zach's at three. Yeah. I'll go four on that bad boy. Zebra, were you a Clyde Edwards Hilaire fan in that draft? I was, but not in the first round. But I, mm. I did I did like him. I, I liked uh, DeAndre Swift more. Oh, Bo and I were Just loving a Clyde a Edwards. I got to say, awesome. uh, yeah, Edwards we Hilaire has been, uh, you know, it's not even, it, yeah, even the flashes I don't see that yeah. much. So, uh, all right. Sorry. Where are we? Uh, I did four. four. You said okay. five, right? Or no, you said four. I said Zach, four. Are you going yeah. to five or no? No, I'm not. I, I'm disappointed right I'll now. I'll say five. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go six. All right. You got it. You got it. So to shield for six. Can we have a turkey update? Uh, shield has 15. I have eight. Zach has six. Okay. Footage slash images. Another one. Of the Kelseys as kids mm, is shown on TV. That's a good one. One. Two. Three. Four. <laughs> you know, audio you do, if you're a listener, you don't yeah. have to watch every YouTube, but you do need to see the pain on Zach's face during Super Sarcastic. That is the price He's of just thinking that he spent 35 turkeys on mm. two picks, two, right? Two picks, yeah. Five for me. That this is 
I'll go six. How many turkeys do you have left, Bo? Eight. And how many more questions do we have after this? Three after this. Yep. Uh, I'll go six. I already said six. You have to oh, go sorry, seven. Seven. Oh, do I want to go all the way? All the way, May? I'll go eight. Jill? Have you use all yours, and then it's just me and Zebra, and I've got a 15 spot for the next mm. three. Although mm. I do really like this one, so I'm gonna find one that I feel as good about because this one sort of feels like a lot to me. I mean, footage images of the Kelseys as kids is shown on TV. So we're gonna we're gonna need the sickos to be up does, closely no, does, monitoring the broadcast for does, all these broadcast uh, questions. Does Cincinnati count? Does them as teammates at Cincinnati count as kids? Oh, oh what um, age? No, I I don't think that I don't think college counts. I would say high school or below. Yeah, they would have been adults okay. at that point. Uh, so someone say, go ahead. No, someone's saying, what would Munker be thinking right now? He would say, diversification is a protection against ignorance, right? So, you know, you should invest. <laughs> you should. You what should are invest. you talking about? Someone said. Someone said, what is Charlie Munger thinking right now? Like. He, he says, in, invest in the stocks you believe in, right? You don't need to diversify. So I, I put my turkeys in two stocks that I believe will occur. So All right. I'm going to go nine. I feel All like right, the, I feel it. like this is as close to a, uh, you know. All right. It's a high percentage one for me. I think, I I think the only thing that's, that could trip you up is if it's just a picture of them in Cincinnati. Yeah. I mean, All that's right. a bad job by the production team. If that or like happen. hugging after the Super Bowl or something like that. But I, I, I do think Shield wins that one. I, I wish I had turkeys left over. Okay. You've both got six left. I've got eight. Yeah. Okay. Ryan Kerrigan has a tackle or QB uh, hit. One. one. A tackle? This is the bar? <laughs> My God. I'll say two. Wait, now, hold on. Well, I guess they don't give half tackles. <laughs> yeah. Be assisted, but a half but counts. Yes, absolutely. Basically, and if if his box on score yeah. on ESPN.com yes. has anything other than all zeros, yeah, exactly. you win this one. Uh, I'll three. three, four. I mean, it's not like I want to like be really rooting for this, but I'll go five. I should have just said six. Why don't I just say six? It was a bad job. Do I hear? No one can bid seven, oh, right? Do I want this as my oh, only okay. thing? Uh, I'll say seven. I'll take it. That was a bad job. All right. So two left and they are only, Bo, you are out, correct? I have one left. Okay. The Eagles will rank in the bottom 10 in pass rate on early downs in neutral situations, <laughs> according to Ben Baldwin's table. One. This was Zach's overcorrection uh, thing there. Uh, two. I guess I'll give a quick clarifier. So for those who don't know who, what that is, it's not just looking at run-pass ratio. You take away two-minute drill. Uh, you take away, uh, you know, if um, the win problem, if the game's totally out of hand. So he's got this table. We, we're all on the same page here, right? You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so the win. So ten or under. Bottom ten. So they would have to be twenty-three. Twenty-third. Yeah. Right. Right. Twenty-third or worse for okay. just this week. Yeah. Okay. I was just. Um, what did Zach? What's the bid bit so far? Two on my two. Yeah. Zach is so dejected. <laughs> I will go. So morose. Uh, th three. 
Kitty, all you. Wow. Sold to shield for three. Final one. LaShawn McCoy curses during his halftime speech. <laughs> oh, I'm glad I spent on the previous one. One. Uh, I can't two. bid. Three. You got it. He can't. I'm out. Still right? can't yep. do it. Yeah. Okay. 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 All right, Zach. Oh, what a roller right, well, coaster. Hold on. Hold on. We have to determine what, what counts as a curse. Well, this was your submission. So. I know. <laughs> so why don't you just tell us? <laughs> uh, one of one of uh, George Carlin's words. I mean, okay. what are the well, ones? Damn, you're, like, what are the ones you're count, confused right? by? Damn doesn't count. No, damn doesn't count. Okay. Otherwise, ha- I think it's. H- and this is the halftime speech. This is not a press conference. Count. Does the this press is conference during count? the halftime speech? Okay. Okay. Yeah, so that's a little harder. He's it's gonna like, say, "Let's win the effing game" or something like that. Pull a David Ortiz post. Yeah. Uh, All right. Yeah. So, uh, to recap, Shield has four. He has uh, the broadcast mentions Greg Lewis's connection to the <laughs> Eagles. <laughs> Worst one ever. <laughs> uh, the Chiefs score on a screen. Uh, they show a picture of the Kelseys as kids. And the Eagles are bottom 10 in pass rate in neutral situations, according to Ben Baldwin's site. Uh, I have five. I have the Eagles use a sixth offensive lineman in a normal situation. Uh, Four straight runs at some point within the same drive, non-quarterback. They show a picture or footage of LaShawn McCoy in the snow. The Eagles win the game, and Ryan Kerrigan exists. And then Zach. I have one turkey left over. Shield has three turkeys left over. And Zach, with those 41 turkeys, splurged big time on the Eagles. Running backs have their most combined carries of the season. So Patrick, 24 was what they had in, in week one against Atlanta. So okay. they need to hit 25. Oh, that's hard to beat. Patrick Mahomes has more passing yards than Jalen Hurts. And LaShawn McCoy curses <laughs> during the halftime speech. <laughs> you know, the Mahomes one really killed me. The, the Mahomes one killed me. So I mean, it's it's it was an it's interesting. It was an interesting experiment into how much certainty matters. In, well, uh, no, the yeah. Mahomes one would have been fine. I feel like if that was your first one, mm, it was, yeah, I would not have been on the yeah. running backs. It was yeah. the it was the order that yes. that flustered. So me. I actually right. had it lower down, but I was like, you know what? I need to make sure I put this one oh, up yeah, higher while they good. have a lot nice of turkeys. Job by you. Yeah. Yeah. So again, shout out to Owen in the chat for uh, saying, "Hey, we need to put one in here that's like bound to happen and see how how far they'll yeah. go." Yeah. He really, oh, he really, me. yeah. Me, he man. Seriously. You know, but... like it's free agency. He spent all of his money on. He, he went out and spent all his money on Kendrick Bourne and Bill Belichick. Hunter Henry. Yeah. yeah. No, no. Look, I, I truly believe opportunity is not a lengthy visitor. So when it's there, you, you, you know, you, you, you need to jump on it. So, all right, let's get to our uh, our crystal bald eagles. Sheila, you're already on the record. I am. Yes, I have a. You know, uh, like you, we just said, they would have a 27 percent chance to win this game according to the betting markets. It doesn't feel like it should be uh, that high. The Chiefs' defense is terrible, so if you have anything offensively, this would be the game to show it. The Chiefs ranked 32nd in EPA per play on defense. So they've really, uh, you know, they've played some good teams, but they've also been playing poorly on defense. I just haven't seen it from the Eagles that I know what their plan is going to be, that they're going to have a, you know, great plan of attack to seize on that. 
think defensively they'll be as good as can be expected, but I don't think that's going to be very good. The Chiefs are still unbelievable. On offense, I don't think this one is going to be particularly close. I've got Chiefs 31, Eagles 16. Okay. I, I will jump in here. Uh, I like the Chiefs in this matchup. <laughs> um, Chiefs are a much better team. By the way, uh, you know, we, we really haven't talked much about Andy Reid. It's been, he hasn't been back since 2013 coaching in the stadium, that is. He's, I mean, he's been back in the area. But, uh, you know, he, I still think like, like this, this matters to Andy, right? Even though he's accomplished quite a bit in Kansas City, like, I, I still think he would like to, like he would like to give it to the Eagles, right? I thought um, for sure, I thought for sure, Shield was going to have a superstar casting on Andy Reid dropping a mushu pork or a cheeseburger line in the postgame <laughs> press conference. I do enjoy that. Yeah. yeah. Well, he, he's, he, he said that, uh, you know, when we spoke to him on the conference call this week, he he said like you know he he doesn't eat as much as he as he did there or or or, or something like that. Mm-hmm. He's he's lighter than he was. He doesn't have any more red hair either. He said. Um, in any event, uh, sorry. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I uh, now now uh, we did not discuss this back during the uh, defense element. Um, I I do think what the Chargers did against the Chiefs is is constructive. I think that the Eagles are going to try to force the Chiefs to run. Um and but uh you know I I do think he's he's going to look at Brandon Staley's game plan, Jonathan Gannon will. That said, I the Eagles don't have Derwin James in their secondary. I think uh the Chiefs have their way against the Eagles defense. I don't think the Eagles offense can keep pace. I think they're going to try to run the ball a little bit more. I, I actually think they might try to slow down the game. Some, I, I don't think this game plan is going to be like keep pace with the Chiefs. I, I think it will be the try to to extend the game. Um, but and I do think the Eagles can move the ball, just not nearly enough. 35, the Chiefs win 35 24. Okay, nothing, nothing makes me more tired than uh taking care of the kids all day. Gotta say, I think it's, I think it's most guys would agree with that. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not a hero necessarily, but if you if you want to use those words, that's that's up to you. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think this is a tough matchup. You got you got the Chiefs, not only a much better team and a much more explosive team, but they need a win. Uh, they like the season's already uh, not getting away from them, but they they need. It's not like they can overlook this game. So um, you got Andy Reid with the motivation. I think uh, I think this has a chance to to potentially get ugly. I think the Eagles will probably look better on offense because that Chiefs defense is not good. Um, so points will be scored, but I mean it's just it's just impossible. They're they're playing the Chiefs and then they got the Bucks in two weeks. So uh, a real chance of the Eagles being one and five <clears throat> if they can't win in in Carolina next week. I will say the Chiefs win this game thirty eight. 21 there you go okay all right um marissa how about those panthers we haven't been we haven't been gassing up hashtag marissa's panthers enough three and oh right i mean there's so much talk about the defense shout out to shield for calling that before the season started um but yeah i'm feeling only person who noticed 
I'm feeling very confident about my, what is it? Seven and a half. Um, that's what it over. was. Yeah. Very confident. Yeah, they, they lose JC Horn and then they go get CJ Henderson on the cheap. Mm. Yeah. CJ Henderson was a top 10 pick two years ago. Yeah. Urban's just giving him away. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's well, giving a lot away. of things away, including wins. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that'll do it uh, for this episode of Birds with Friends. We'll be back with a post-game pod on Sunday night, potentially live, but if it seems worth it, um, who knows? So for oh, real uh, quick, can I say one thing, real quick. Always. Uh, in all earnestness, I how apologize. Dare you, for, how dare you interrupt me? I apologize for interrupting. Uh, tomorrow's my wife's birthday. Happy birthday to Emily. She's happy an incredible birthday. wife, so she listens to this. Uh, Happy birthday! Oh, I will say it to her in person, but I. Do you think I, it'd be funny? It'd be funny if you didn't. You're like, well, I said yes. it on the podcast. Yeah, I said it on the podcast. Yeah. She's like, are you but, forgetting uh, anything? You're like an hour and twenty four minutes in. Yeah, no, but I, I, right I mentioned her, trip. I mentioned her in, in passing quite a bit, but in all earnestness, happy birthday. Hashtag team Emily. Oh, you happy said it's her birthday. Tomorrow's yeah. her birthday. Yep. Oh, Naya's birthday also. It took October first. Oh, I think we have the, been over this before. Nice. Yeah. Do, have we been over this before? I think we might have last learned year. last year. Yeah, I think okay. last year. Happy birthday, Naya. Yes. Happy birthday, your, Naya uh, and Emily. Hashtag. What's your, Zach, what's your favorite thing about Emily? My favorite thing about Emily? How incredible of a, of a mother she is. Oh. She's, she's like the wow. perfect mother. Come on, Zach. You're going to make me cry here. Always, for always an trying hour to get, and 24 minutes trying in. to get you, and you just had it lined up. Wow. And Sheila, what's I your feel favorite like, thing about Naya? I feel like Zach should uh, get like some of your turkey bets for that one. No. <laughs> no. That's, not, that's not how it works. Don't, don't, you're, on the, you're on the hook now, Sheila. Favorite thing about My Naya? Favorite thing about Naya? Hmm. It's hard to pick just one thing. Her goal scoring ability? Well, she did have a nice goal last week, and I feel like it upped her uh, confidence. You know, now she's like into uh, getting into soccer a little bit more, so that's fun. Okay. Uh, she comes up with, uh, I feel like her vocabulary is very good. Mm. She'll nice. sometimes throw out a word where I'm like, why are you using that at such a young age? So, <laughs> yeah. Harry that's Potter. Good. Get your kids involved with Harry Potter. There you go. Of course, who lives in this uh, closet right here. Mine wasn't probably you know as polished or as heartfelt as... Uh, Zach's there, you know, that I actually did get asked that, um, you know, to when we were getting when I was getting married to my wife, something to name some, something that she's really good at or, you know, positive quality. And I think I said uh, online research. Like, <laughs> it's, it's You're very literal about it. So, yeah. so I hear that all the time. So I guess, I guess that's just how I kind of answer those questions. I like that. You're emotionally deprived as a child. and stuff. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that'll do it for this episode of Birds with Friends. Thanks to everybody for listening. Thanks to everybody for being in the chat. Make sure you do go to uh, the Athletics YouTube page. Goose up, gas up the numbers on ZB and the Wolf. We want that bad boy uh, exploding and putting all the other videos on that channel to shame. So uh, thumbs up, comment, send it around, maybe get a billboard, something like that. I don't know. And uh, we'll, we'll talk to you on Sunday. So for Zach, Sheil, and Marissa... I'm Bo, and as always, happy birthday to Emily and Naya. We love you.